Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to our Bravo episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week that we dive headfirst into our beautiful Bravo shows. Kate and I's podcast Tender Loving Care which is available on all podcasting platforms has a new episode each Wednesday. In that episode we break down a show from the TLC and Discovery Plus network past or present and deep dive into the insanity of the content. On Tuesdays we also have a purely 90 day fiance show in which we cover the current series. Without further ado, let's dive into the outstanding world of Housewives on our beautiful Bravo. (laughs) (coughs) Hi, Hi, Polly. Hello. She's back. She's back. She's back. She's back. She's back. (laughs) I'm back on the pod. is about a bitches and i am realizing that this is the first time in so long that we are doing it together again and recording it video recording it so i may have been like picking my nose or something while i was reading that intro because i completely forgot that i'm being recorded again so edit away kate edit away when you do this one Okay. Welcome back. I want to know, and the listeners want to know, how does it feel to be into the warm, big bosom of tender, loving care again after so long? (laughs) It feels correct. It feels right. I had, um, you know, family stuff going on. I needed to go out of state um, and be with them. And so um, thank you, Polly, for manning the ship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, listeners, I am so happy you got to experience the Polly and Colty dynamic duo. I was listening to that episode yesterday. So fun. It it was 
true joy to have someone that has never been in the world of the housewives <laughs> yet listens to me speak of it incessantly it was as though he was being born it was just <laughs> such a beautiful time and the aspersions that he cast on everyone on these shows was <laughs> damning yet also correct there was one point in that episode where i just said call um so did you get your eyeballs on John Barlow? Baby gorgeous, his husband. He's like, yep. And I was like, thoughts? Gay. All right, moving yeah. on. He is just, <laughs> everyone was gay. Everyone's, everyone's gay. gay. <laughs> um, but Kate, there's such a level of stuff to talk to you about, to get your thoughts on. Because obviously I've yeah. been whack, 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 whack with all of our listeners who have been so mm-hmm. beautiful and so gorgeous, sending in their thoughts and stuff about what, you know, what's been going on in the Bravo world, TLC mm-hmm. world. Um, Obviously we're discussing just Bravo in this episode, but- there's a couple of things. I'm going to throw some stuff at you and I want your feedback, okay? Okay. Firstly, because we've been so busy, I need to, I'm going to list some scandals, some latest goss that's been going on. And I would like you in a couple of words to just give me feedback or thoughts, just a couple of thoughts, okay? Just quick thoughts, okay. And if you don't know it, pass. We'll move on to the next. All right, okay. Okay. first one up. Monica suing Heather, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Unaware. <gasps> news news to me. Get into the, we're, we're circling back. All right. Okay. Ariana playing Roxy Hart. Ariana can do everything Erica's done. Erica cannot do everything Ariana's done. Okay. I think she'll be good. I think she'll be good at that. Listen, all I'm going to say is I did put a poll up on our Instagram. I'm just a wee bit sick of people that have been on television and on Bravo getting this part because the, think think... Of, we know what it's like going to theatre school. We know like what it's like going to auditions. And it's like, for God's sake, stop giving someone that's a bartender. I am she very went to, right now. She went, didn't she go to theatre school? She didn't go to theatre school. She did improv lessons and she takes her comedy very seriously. Right. Don't forget. Okay. Listen, I think <laughs> she can sing. I think she can dance. And, you know, she came third on the on the Strictly. And I think she can perform. But do I think she's at level of someone that's leaving Juilliard or somewhere right now and studied or NYU that studied for many years in theatre and should be on Broadway? No. I'm sorry. The tides are turning. I'm getting a little bit sick of Ariana. I'm just Is putting there- it out there. <laughs> If they're going to, get, but I think you're right. That's what they're doing with that role now. They're just giving it to reality show vixens or whatever. Yeah. And my thing is like, if they're going to do that, I think she's the best choice of the There's current talent Bravo. There. There's ta- I get it. But can you imagine how upset Sheena Shea was? Because Sheena Shea really <laughs> deserves it. She's worked so hard. She's worked so hard. She just really deserves it. Gone. Yes. All right, moving on to this one, which is blowing my mind. I'm super excited to discuss. Alexis Bellino dating John Jensen, Jensen, Johnson. And the fact she's coming back as a full-time housewife to Royal Housewives of Salt Lake City with Johnson's ex, Shannon DUI Bedore. Thoughts? Shook. Shook. That's... It's... Ooh, okay. I am Shannon, reading. Hold tight to that. 
sobriety. It is. Uh, there is a lot to discuss with that. Am I so thrilled to get Bellino back? Absolutely. And she's going to be with Shannon. Only thing is that, did you know what? They didn't ask Taylor back. And I don't get that. Not even as a friend mm. of nothing. I mean, all we really got was the little drama about uh, the movie she was doing. I, I don't know. I would have. So it's a bummer. It's a bummer. It is. I liked her. I liked her. Yeah. Okay. Last thing, even though there's so much more to discuss, and then we'll circle back to the first thing, is Rachel versus new podcast that no one's gonna listen to coming in January. <sighs> Tired. Yeah. I'm so I'm tired. tired. I'm tired. So tired. Now circling back to Monica and Heather, which is appropriate because we are going to go into Salt Lake City. Kate, what has been going on with Monica and Heather? Okay, very quickly. You know that I had my theory for a long time of what transpires in Bermuda, okay? Mm -hmm. And to refresh the listeners, we're talking about Salt Lake City and we know that something massive happens. Well, Heather's on a phone call. She discovers something that is going to blow up in Bermuda. I had said since the beginning, I think it's going to be, they're teasing us that it's going to be something that isn't that big, such as my theory was that they all find out in Bermuda that Monica was, gave state's evidence that put Jen in jail. My theory was backed up because nobody has mentioned it. And I find it very odd because these women will drag out every foreclosure they've had, every bankruptcy, they'll throw out everything. And they have not discussed this. So my thinking is... That's what it was. And I was like, Kate, this is what's going to happen. Then a couple of weeks ago, we get the news that Monica has sued, sued Heather. Like she started a lawsuit against Heather's beauty beauty lab and laser like last year. And now Heather is counter suing. Monica is suing saying that they, um, did something that wasn't destroyed her lips or whatever. Some of the fillers or all the bullshit chemicals that they put in their body was something uh, went wrong with it and it was malpractice. And Heather then initiated a lawsuit back at Monica uh, for unpaid bills. People are saying that because Monica goes by Garcia and then there's a married name and I think there's another name, I'm not sure, she goes by different names, is that... While she's in Bermuda, Heather's phone call that we see is her finding out that the Monica so-and-so that is suing her is actually the Monica that she's on a trip with and she didn't know. (gasps) That's the theory. That's the theory. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We are going to find out because we're in Bermuda. But Kate, what are your thoughts? Because I'm not... What are your thoughts on all of that that I just told you? So... I don't, do you, I don't know. I'm not, I'm processing this. I don't know if, if, if something, do you think something really did happen with her lips or is that just her like a money grab or why is she, why did she do that? Good question. I mean, there were um, Heather or someone on Heather's team released um, screenshots of the original text messages. By the way, this, this beauty treatment happened where it was ending 2023. It was like, early 2022 or even end of 2021 it was ages ago um but we do know that lawsuits take forever but anyway um 
there's screenshots of Monica texting the employee saying, oh my God, look at my lips. I love them so much. Everyone keeps asking me where I got my lips done. And that was over a couple of weeks. Now Mm. they can change and then stuff can happen with lip fillers and they can get hardened and that can happen over weeks, months. I don't know. I, Monica did also release today her mugshot. Um, She said, I'm just going to release this before anybody else does. Um, (laughs) And it, she said she got arrested because it was a a, a driving violation that it cost a hundred dollars that she didn't pay and then they arrested her which i have heard horror <sighs> stories like of people getting arrested over parking tickets i don't know if you've ever heard this i worked for a woman once that got a knock in at like four o'clock in the morning she went to her door and it was lapd arresting her for unpaid parking tickets do you have police not got enough to do unpaid I- parking tickets that is so insane. Anyway, so the mug mugshot went up, and then now people are saying that it was all face tuned as well. That she like face tuned her own mug. Listen, <laughs> I, I, Monica, I don't know. She has been a recent follower of us on Instagram. If you're not following us, guys, tender loving care podcast on Instagram. Um, I love it. I love it all. Let's get into the show because I mean, we need to discuss. Let's go straight into uh, Salt Lake. Kate, there's okay. been so much since you and I last spoke. Obviously, me and the listeners have been kept up and been discussing it thoroughly. We are at the point of t- speaking of Bermuda, we're there. So we have, I forget that this was supposed to be part, you know, Monica's roots because there's a big Portuguese um, community there. And um, she spent some time, her grandmother or great grandmother was brought up there. And also it's Monica's birthday. I'd forgotten that it's going to, this is going to be one birthday um, that um, they're going to, that they are going to celebrate. We did see an interview with Heather Gay recently that was asked about what happens in Bermuda. And she goes, no one will even believe it. She says it's worse. It's the worst trip I've ever been on. And I would never film with Monica ever again. Wow. Okay. So I'm so excited for Bermuda. (laughs) It's so funny that that's what this bathtub gate trip Mm. turns into. (laughs) Seriously. They thought, they thought Angie and her, no, they've no clue. So to review who's fighting with who, I wanted to do that at the top. Yeah. We're in season four, episode 13, Bermuda Views and Bathtub Blues. All right. We have Angie's fighting with Meredith because I'm going to ruin your family, that whole bullshit, and her husband being in sexual relationships with men. Okay. Rumor. Um, Then we have Lisa is fighting with Whitney for a couple of reasons. One, when Lisa was last at her house, she gave Whitney gave her that weird lecture about, you know, the sound bath when she ruined the sound bath with Monica. And then also with Whitney's friend dying, how Lisa Bibgorge reacted. Um, Monica and Lisa have kind of made up. They're kind of okay. Um, Whitney and Heather have not the match is not lighting with those two. They, those two have tried, but we see in this episode, they're not coming back from last season. They We see how they began in the first season, second season. They are never getting back together, those two. No, the alliance was severed on this Done. show. Yeah. Done. So, Kate, we open with one of our favorites, the packing <laughs> scenes. Oh, I love a packing scene. I know they're all getting ready and you have uh, 
Brooks on his phone uh-uh, and he's uh-uh. r- rolling his face with one of those like he icy is a things. monster. He <laughs> is a monster. Meredith's like, what's the weather gonna be like in Bermuda uh-uh, at nighttime? Uh-uh. And he just ignores her and um yeah, packing sequence, packing sequence. Oh, so good. Monica's bleaching her mustache. Great. Um <laughs> gotta do it. I gotta do it. And then we see um we've got Angie's assistant it's always got to have an assistant she's coming in and helping her and we've got now kate was that there's a scene here in the packing that i think is very crucial and housewives fans will go oh if they remember this this is what i put together okay. we see them all packing and stuff and merida brooks uh monica um you know heather angie and then we go to whitney the first clip is Whitney throwing bad Mormon into her suitcase. (laughs) Did that spark any memory of Housewives past? Uh, Is it Bethany? Mm -mm. Oh, um, is it it New Jersey? Is it? um, Mm -mm. No, I don't know. I don't know. What it sparked to me and listeners, let me know if you, if this reminded you of anything, this is going way back now. This is pre nose jobs on a lot of women, including Kyle early Beverly Hills brandy. They were all going on holiday and Lisa Vanderpump apparently had told brandy put in your suitcase, the us magazine that has Mauricio's affair on the cover and bring it up to Kyle, which I'm sure Lisa Vanderpump did. That caused the whole fight between all of them that ended Brandy's relationship with Lisa Vanderpump that had a, that, that caused a massive fight with Ken on the beach with, like it was huge. So it reminded me of that because that shot, Whitney's throwing that book in for a reason. She's got the pages tagged where she's gonna bring it up at a dinner. Hey, let's talk about page 36 of your book when you said, I thought there's a reason they just showed that. Mm, yes. Okay. That yeah, that was good foreshadowing, I think. Mm, I think nice, so. Nice edit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we see <laughs> the girls meeting up for lunches and gossip, right? So this this is what um, happened. Or is there something else? Do we I I go I said that we go straight to the that we go straight to the airport. Because we see Whitney talking to Justin uh, about the drama with Lisa, with Baby Gorge, mm-hmm. and then what happens? Who meets up? Um, it's isn't it Heather telling Lisa about Whitney's claim that she's been coaching Lisa? That's in on- Bermuda. That's is in that Bermuda. in Bermuda? Yes. Okay, sorry, yeah. I thought that was before. Never mind. So we first were at the airport, and another thing I want to point. I I always I cannot help but notice this stuff. So we're at the airport, we see them all. And of course, they're like, Whitney's like, I'm not going to speak to Lisa and I don't want to speak to Lisa. And then you see Meredith Marks pull out this little plastic bag. She's like, do you want one? And Whitney going, oh, it's so cute. And it was these macarons, macarons that she'd got when previous episodes, she now has Meredith Marks emblazoned on everything, that MM on everything. And she got them on these macarons and when Whitney and Justin came over to do the podcast, she had them laid out there. And I'm thinking they are so stale and gross. And Whitney's like, oh, thank you. And she eats them. And it's got a big MM on it for Meredith. Like, I can't. I can't. It's like, the, it's like the HD Heather Debro. It is. It is everywhere. It's Ugh. everywhere. 
And I want to now go on to my, I'm going to jump onto my soapbox about okay. this pill stuff. Okay. I, and it's going to be brought up in BH as well. So we see them all at the airport, right? And Angie's discussion of that zit in her face was brilliant. So she ends up putting diamonds. Baby Gorge laughs. So Baby Gorge is like, it's such a statement. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend, Baby Gorge. Our friend, Baby Gorge. Um, so, friend of the pod, Baby Gorge. Um, so <laughs> we should refer to her as friend of the pod. Um, so, they say, everyone, let's take a sleeping pill and then we'll go to the lounge. What we see next is, you know, the um, shots of, they take like two flights, and we see then shots of Meredith unable to wake up. They've all been drinking and they're all taking these sleeping pills and everyone's laughing about it. I do not mean to give everyone a lecture here, yet I am going to. These pill- pills are dangerous. These housewives are putting in, oh, it's a Benzo, it's a Xanax. It's a- These kill people every single day in this country. And it, I am actually so, I was getting so upset by this this whole conversation meredith was on that bus and she was really ill dare we say there was i have a lot of suspicions of what was going on with meredith on that bus i think the fact that whitney very very openly says oh we all took sleeping pills and then um meredith you know and and had cocktails and then she um you know meredith accidentally doubled the dose this shit kills people like it's not a joke and these women are just listen and i am by no mean approved but what's it's so ironic it's like if one of them pulled out a cigarette meredith mark smokes like we've spoken about like if she pulled out a cigarette they would be like oh that is so horrendous which it is it's terrible for you but these women are popping benzos and cocktails and like yeah it's fine i hate they were they were very flippant about that you're so right and this conversation of it yeah it was it was a big joke. It um, was. And Meredith couldn't wake up. Like she was so out of it. And they're at um, altitude. And that shit messes with you, really mm-hmm. messes with you. It so does. when she is in the sprinter van, and we all know the ladies of Salt Lake do their best work in a sprinter van, Meredith looked like, and I'm not saying this, by the way, I cannot be sued because I'm not saying this was what ha- happened. I'm saying that a lot of people may presume or she was dealing with she looked like she was fucking detoxing kate she looked like she was coming down off mm-hmm. of very hard drugs the fuck? yeah yeah the dehydration and the you know Shivering. feeling na- nauseated and right right that would track if that were the case yeah if it were the case i don't know kate i just was so watching it saying thinking this is None of this shit's funny. Like in England, you could not that I'm saying England's better, but I'm just saying I remember talking to my friend, you cannot get Xanax in England, like over the it's a very serious drug. And I remember getting going to get my I have nearly a nervous breakdown every time I go to the dentist. So they give me sleepy pills, which is Xanax. They wouldn't even tell me it was Xanax. Anyway, I'm not gonna go on anymore. I just wanted to make a statement about that. It's cuckoo for me. It's important to point out it's a dangerous combo and you shouldn't do it. Um mm. Okay, so then, uh, what else? Have you missed? Have you missed my lectures, Kate? I mean, how, <laughs> on a scale, on a scale of one to ten, how much have you missed me lecturing people 
and standing on my soapbox. Hey, you're right, Tony Robbins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just right. as tall and just a big head. As, um, uh, yeah. It was lovely, though, on the Sprinter van to see them, Kate, they're out of the bloody country and they are actually in a mansion with hot water, like a hot climate, because these poor gals have been to bloody spas in the desert and San Diego. That was the extent <laughs> of everything that they could do. It was nice. It was nice to see them mm. on a fabulous, luxurious mm. tropical vacation. Oh, so good. You know, just like some of the other gals have gotten mm. to do on the other casts. Lovely. So, Lovely. yeah, that that was a blessing that Jen, mm. Jen didn't hold them back from there. Seriously. Fan, their fancy vacation. So, uh, yeah, this place is really beautiful. Baby mm. Gorgeous is impressed. Mm, um, baby. Every- Everyone's impressed with what Heather has set up for them. Yep. And uh, she is teaching them culture by the rum tasting. Yeah. Um, before that, though, oh, we but got before talk- that- mm. <laughs> Meredith is very upset that she gets stuck with the only bedroom mm. without a bathtub. I've got to say, I have never liked Meredith more than this episode because oh. she was like unhinged Ramona. It was I thought beautiful. Lou. It was oh. Lou with the fish room. It's a little bit Lou, you're right. I, no, she, it, where yeah. she was like, I can't get any respect. You put me in the fish room. That's yeah. what I wrote down. But it okay. was Ramona too. Ramona's like the room monster. When they were running for rooms, it was like beautiful work, ladies. This is what we do on a tropical vacation. First thing is fighting over the rooms. That's yeah. got it. That's how you start a housewife's trip. Hit, hit the beats. Yeah, Ooh. they were they were doing it all. They were doing it. And you're right. Lee, Meredith was just, I've never, ever liked her more than this episode. Completely unhinged. It's... Probably detoxing. Uh, falling asleep at an airport. And getting her makeup done in bed. And telling everyone how <laughs> awful they are because she didn't get a bathtub. I was like, great work, Meredith. Great work. It's the... I love when housewives get really, really <laughs> upset about the dumbest, most mm. frivolous stuff. Mm. That is a perfect formula. So mm. I agree. I was loving this episode mm-hmm. with Meredith. It's so funny. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. Um, so you're right. You They do all of that. And then she's like, I need to go to bed. She kind of goes to bed. They get some food. Then they sit outside. And that's when Heather talks to Baby Gorge. Yes. And Heather is saying, oh, well... Uh, you know, Whitney is telling me that, you know, you guys are getting so close and she's uh, been able to really help you oh. know, you know, with how to behave, basically. She just got that, that, that spoon and she's just stirring that shit up and it's brilliant, brilliant. Oh, great. Baby work. Gorgeous falls for every time though. Baby oh. Gorgeous, I've noticed that about her. She she needs to figure out when people are just stirring to stir trouble because that's obviously what Heather was doing because essentially what we, Heather no longer likes Whitney and Whitney no longer likes Heather. And they're doing this false, they're kind of thinking, look, we have to mend this. We have to mend this. But like we said at the top of the three, they're never going to mend this. And Heather is very off put with uh, Whitney and baby gorgeous's friendship as we see in a little bit so she's she lays this out and baby gorge takes the bait she's like what what do you mean she's saying that about me oh, give a girl a crystal and she turns into the dalai lama oh god baby god she's not oh. having tony robbins talks with me 
only God and my husband and my kids make me a better person. So John, Jack, and Henry. Preach Fresh it. wolf. <laughs> Fresh wolf. <laughs> um, uh, so they kind of have this outside. And so Heather's done her job. She stirred yep. everything up. Yep. Monica goes to Meredith in bed. Who's just, she's so ill. She's so ill. And she's hung, she's coming off a hangover. I don't know what it was. But anyway, she's in that room. Well, I do know what it was. She was in that room. She's like, I just need to. I love that Monica's constantly eating. It is such a joy to see some of these women eat. And Monica's like, oh, I brought you some food. I brought myself some food so we could both eat. And she's just shoving this food in her mouth. And I love it. Because you just don't see these women eat. So Especially on vacation. Like, just shove it in. Yeah, exactly. So she sat there talking to Meredith. And she's like, oh, I need to, I just need to relax. Then we see pop up, which I loved this. The text messages, it just says, producer, how are you doing? It was (laughs) so good <laughs> she's like i'm really not doing very well at all or whatever so dramatic oh. uh <laughs> i you know what i think i'm gonna change my entire life path. i i don't care if i get paid like 200 bucks a day or whatever to be a pa on a bravo show can you imagine the joy kate can you imagine the joy we would have everything we'd see behind the scenes everything It'd be hard to restrain yourself to not kind of help produce, you know, say, mm. say, say a little something mm-hmm. to the girls. I'd be staring up all the time and I they'd know. be like, Hey, can you just, can you refill crafty? I was like, yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. I'd be running over to baby Gorge and being like, guess what Whitney just said about you. Oh, <laughs> you'll never believe this. Guess what I heard. Oh, I would love it so much. Oh, it'd be so fun. So, um, we get, the, this mobile medic comes to Meredith's room. They play dramatic music that was honestly yeah. more suited to underscore the car accident story. Sure, sure, <laughs> finally, sure, sure. She, finally, she gets her dramatic music. Uh, and it's <laughs> this guy coming in just to say, yeah, you're just a little dehydrated. <laughs> he couldn't he, he couldn't have been more bothered. He was just like, yeah, or less bothered. He's just, like, yeah, he's just a little bit dehydrated. Heather comes, oh my God, are you okay? She's just a little bit dehydrated. That's all right. <laughs> so it's nothing going on with that, honestly. Got an, got an IV. Yeah, we give this to all the hungover people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's like, you got to rally. She's telling Meredith, you got to rally. Come on, rally it up. And then, like you say, she gets, <laughs> this was probably my favorite visual, was Meredith mm-hmm. laying there just kind of catatonic and this guy just softly brushing her entire face. So with- bad. Foundation. You know, it, to me, it's like, listen, do I want glam more than anything? Absolutely. Um, but also it's so rude if someone's working for you to just you can't even sit up straight. Shut up, Meredith. Diva. Also, uh, thank keep you it for up. that. Yeah. <laughs> Diva behavior to the max. So um Whitney and Angie are running into the ocean which is exactly mm-hmm. what they should all be doing that's what yeah. i would be doing oh with a yeah. drink in hand oh. you and i oh my god dream so fun <sighs> um and then yeah heather tells us i've i want this trip not to just be fun but educational and i'm gonna teach uh-huh. everyone about the culture mm-hmm. and so the first thing we're doing is uh drinking <laughs> activity mm-hmm. because they're known for their rum mm-hmm. and so they all go down to the beach where there's this little mini bar set up and they get these fabulous rum drinks made for them he mentions that dark and stormy is sort mm-hmm. of the national drink those yeah. are good I dark like and stormy's a nice yeah yeah now 
did you first of all my first note on this and i apologize everyone whitney's tattoos oh god Mm -hmm. they are so hard to look at they are so hard to look at kate it's just they're awful just every single last one of them are awful what is that big side one it just looks sort of vaguely tribal i don't know what it is but it's yeah it overpowers her Mm. kind of um i really liked Mm -hmm. her dress but i don't know yeah it's a big one it's hard it's hard this rum tasting yeah did you notice a placement in it Uh, maybe i've missed something or maybe it's like i say a lot of foreshadowing is done here this guy, Andrew, wrote down his name, the bartender. Rum tasting, you're right. They talk about dark and stormy. And it's like, let me give you this one. And then it's a full-on, like, scripted, this is in honor of Flora Duffy. Flora Duffy was an Olympian, da 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 da, da. And I'm like, uh, okay, they did it once. Then when we see Meredith, or no, no, when we see um, Whit- Meredith isn't coming down, Whitney come down, right? He then mm-hmm. repeat, they they flash up a photo of this Flora Duffy and then give the entire spiel again. And it just felt so, it was like a product placement. Do you know what I mean? It felt really weird. It was more info than you would think they would show us. But I think Strange. that's what it was supposed to be. Like Heather was pitching it as like, you're learning about okay. their culture. So I think I think he has a little spiel he does. I did. I didn't really look into it too much. Uh, I wondered but. if they were going to do some Olympian thing with her in the next couple of episodes because it was like photo of Flora Duffy. I don't know. <laughs> it was just really. It was really odd. And then yeah. Monica finding out Monica was married, children, sleeping with her brother-in-law, yet never had a drink until after all of that. I those found were that sober remarkable. De- <laughs> those were sober decisions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh. So then what else? What do you have? What they do I have finish here? they finish all of that and Lisa give Baby Gorge gives one dig to Whitney while they're on the beach and doing the run. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, um, oh yeah, oh well you know best because you know everything, or what was it? Something like that. It's betterment. It's betterment. It's it's bettering yourself. Yeah. Right. You're Baby all about Gorge. that. Yeah. Baby that, was, Gorge. that was hilarious. <laughs> And so they go to the sprinter van, back to the sprinter van uh, to go to this dinner. And Meredith rolls up, blesses them with her presence. That's in the back. And they're like, oh, you rallied. Yay. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling? Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm all right. But I just have one. Just goes right into it. I just have have, uh, one thing to ask everyone in this car. Yeah. Who here has a bathtub in their room? (laughs) Every single puts their hand up yeah I've got one I've got one well I've got one and she just goes on it is an unhinged Ramona and Sonia and I loved it so good and then Heather's telling us there isn't even room in this itinerary for leisurely bubble baths and then the producer's cut an amazing oh, cut to God. Whitney Wild Rose and like blowing a bubble off her hand in the tub an hour before oh. that Oh, so, so good. good. So good. Um, so they kind of then they start. So that starts one fight that then leads uh. into another fight between um with um between Meredith and Angie again about this ruining your family. I could ruin I could ruin everyone's family. I could ruin anyone here. And and Monica is right when she says we are so sick of listening to this. We are so <laughs> sick of that. 
enough about the rumors and the husband and the rumors and the nastiness. And the nastiness. Enough. Enough. Just say it. We want to know the nastiness, <laughs> and we do find out the nastiness towards the end of this episode. Parrot, I mean, we are we are spending hours in Salt Lake, but this is what yeah. this is how good this episode is, though. Every <sighs> scene, well, just series. Every scene has something to discuss it in depth. On Salt Lake City. Every there's you're so right. There's so many gems. I I find myself like dragging the uh yep. thing back to rewatch scenes sure. that are so, it's so funny. Um, so okay, they get to this gorgeous seaside yes. restaurant, yes. they pause their fighting long enough to order a bunch of food, and then they get right back into it. I'm Meredith right <laughs> Meredith basically ties up her <laughs> episode mm. arc here and she mm-hmm. said well, I was just really hurt about the lack of respect. And I just was sharing my feelings with you all just to get it out there. And they're all like, okay, Meredith. And they move on. And then Whitney brings up her and Lisa's stuff. I want to ask you a question here. This is an important question. Yeah. You obviously watched this episode before, right? Salt Lake. Um, Not all of it. Uh... I've been catching up, but. Okay, so obvious, well, so, you know, Whitney lost her best friend um, in that episode. Now, the whole fight, and it has been bubbling between Whitney and Baby Gorge, but, you know, I will never say a word against Baby Gorge, ever. John, Jack and Henry, Fresh Wolf. Like, I won't, but I will say, and I don't really like Whitney, I'm on Whitney's side for this. Whitney had Mm. lost her best friend, and she goes to Meredith's party. Meredith was very sympathetic speaking to her, and Baby Gorge did walk past her, didn't say anything. And it's it's this whole thing that I have about, I understand, I say that grief is the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Like I always talk about it. I talk about how people don't know what to say. Like when I've lost people in my life, people, best friends would stop speaking to me because they're like, I don't know what to say. Enough, enough. You figure it out or you say, I don't know what to say, but I'm here. That's it. Baby George did not behave correctly to Whitney and I understand Mm. why Whitney was upset she goes I just needed you to say something so they start bringing this up at the dinner and baby Gorge just said look if you wanted me to do something you got to tell me that's not when someone's in crisis that's not what you say and baby Gorge is a very 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 young 50 something so she should know at this point in her life how to deal with somebody that's lost someone so I didn't like that with baby Gorge that's a misstep for sure Okay. Thank you for filling in those gaps. Yeah. I I hadn't seen quite everything. So I was kind of putting it together as I watched, but, um, that makes this whole thing make more sense to me because I was kind of like, well, what did she do that like, wasn't good enough, you know, was, you know, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't sure, but that sounds pretty, Mm, it was bad, bad. bad. Um, so she hurt, Whitney's fillings her fillings uh-huh and they're kind of hashing that out and then Lisa brings up <laughs> she takes out her ammo that Heather handed to her earlier mm, love and to- uh brings up the thing that Whitney t- or sorry that Heather told her about Whitney acting like her role model and savior in life or whatever and Whitney hones in on Heather <laughs> Because she's not going to really go against Baby Gorgeous, right? Mm-mm. No, and don't so go against she, she just focuses on Heather telling Lisa shit that's making her look bad to her cult leader. 
<laughs> sign, sign my ass up for that. Call. I know, I know. And um, then Heather calls out how up Lisa's ass uh, Whitney is, and yeah, it devolves from there. It was the dynamics are so interesting. As you know, we are housewife scientists. When you look at it, so we've got the two cousins, Heather and Whitney. They thick as thieves, and it completely devolved in this last season. Due yeah. to, if you want to go back into it, it was very briefly. It was because Mer- um, it was a whole thing about uh, Heather decided to not, not, not uh, own up to the fact that she had heard the rumor about Baby Gorgeous essing D's for Vida placement or whatever, right? So, and she didn't stand up for it. And they were all in their lingerie at some house in their mountains screaming at each other. And Heather completely let Whitney down and said that never happened. And like that was the end of their relationship. She, she left her out to dry while they she were did. filming. And I she think did. that I think they went into this being cousins. And, and when I say went into this, like starting this show, being on mm-hmm. this show, I think they were like, okay, we have each other's backs. Like, we're going to kind of do this together, you know, and they had an alliance, not just a friendship and, you know, being family. And so then that got broken. And I think it's that. And I think Heather kind of viewed uh, Whitney as like a sidekick sort of figure to her. And then when Whitney came on to the show and as the seasons progressed, I think Whitney kind of got more confidence and kind of fancies herself as being sort of the queen bee of the group or the, the ingenue of the show, whatever. And, and so that's the clash too. It's like, who's the star of the show. Um, There's a lot of dynamics. You're right. And then, and they've tried to get back on track. They're not. So they're sat there arguing um, because Heather is trying to throw Whitney under the bus, get her in trouble with Lisa. She is trying to do that. She is trying to ruin their relationship because Heather is also really annoyed. Like, when did you two become best mates? Which I think a lot of people watching are also kind of like, yeah, actually. And Whitney, I think, also knows how much it irritates Heather that she's good friends with Lisa. So she's even ramping that up even more, not for the sake of friendship with Baby Gorge, but to annoy Heather. I think they have True. all these ulterior motives of just how much they want to get back at each other. And Baby Gorge is being used for it. Um, because she's effortlessly the queen bee. Absolutely. <laughs> just everything. So it's it's very, it's getting really heightened. And then Whitney just goes, shut the fuck up to, Whit- to Heather. And it was, that is a harsh thing to, especially when it's, it's not like, oh, shut the fuck up. It was with anger. It was with venom. And it just showed how much they are no longer confidants or on each other's team at all. No, the, the air shifted in the room after that. And Whitney was saying some really intense stuff about their, like mysterious stuff about her and Lisa too. Uh, well, what was she saying? She was saying, you don't she know, said, nobody knows she goes, our friendship. She, she's like, you guys have no idea what Lisa and I's friendship is about. And if you knew, you'd all be triggered and try to ruin it. And I was like, what is it I'll about? What you, I... You'd all be triggered and try to ruin it if you knew what our friendship was based on and about. And I'm like, what? 
I'm going to give Whitney a little bit of grace, which I never do. Is she just lost her best friend? She sat on this vacation. I think yeah. she's really angry at Heather. I think she's trying to keep herself together and keep her points of her life together. Right. Her relationship with Heather's terrible. She's known that for a while. That's annoying her and angering her. She's yeah. trying to keep it together with baby Gorge. And, and everyone, left- everyone talks down to her too. Yeah, kind of. they always do. They yeah. always do. So, so I, I I just kind of think she's just off on her own at the moment and she's just trying to keep it together. So this dinner, obviously, yeah. I just wrote here, these dinners these women have never cease to, never cease to amaze me. They are, they just are everything. Every franchise, these dinners are amazing. Um, And the one thing I was like, Kate, you have a sister. I have friends that are basically like my sisters and, um, they are, you know, I, you know, just they're sisters to me. And it's a group of four sisters, even though they're not biological sisters, we behave like it. And we will, I will call them dickheads and we'll get in fights and stuff, but never. And I have a lot of female friends. Never in my life have I had a dinner where I have sat and screamed in public at dinner with friends like this in my life. I don't think so. I don't recall that happening. I mean, growing up with my as Uh, as a as like a teenager with my sister, maybe. These are women in their fifties and (laughs) forties. Think of if we let's go back to remember how Dorinda used to scream in public and nearly punch Sonia Morgan around the face in well into their fifties, and I'm thinking I have. Never in my life screamed at dinner tables like these people. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It takes a lot of gall. It's amazing. That's why they're TV stars. That's why they're stars. That's that's why they're on Bravo and I'm not, yeah. So they leave all this dinner and once again they're like, oh, that was a terrible dinner. And they go back to the house and I love Monica's still eating. She's like, oh, can I have that mac and cheese? Oh, there's fish and chips here. But I must admit, they probably never get a chance to eat at these dinners because they're too busy screaming at each other. Right. And they've been drinking so much and yeah. taking pe- She's smart. She's like, we need to eat this crap and like, or mm-hmm. we're not going to, you got to sustain it. It's a marathon, not have a race. To. Vacations, you got to keep your levels. You know, you got to eat. 
So she's smart. Yep. (laughs) And then, yeah, they get back and, um, they, let's see here. They're drunk. They're eating the fish and chips and stuff. And then everyone goes to bed except for Meredith and her Mm -hmm. new show ally. Sorry. I mean, friend, Mm -hmm. uh, Monica, Mm -hmm. she's, She's telling Meredith's telling us that she'd already be on a plane home if it weren't for Monica, because she's the only one supporting her. Uh And we see kind of footage of that. And I think, tell me if you agree, I think that Monica is like, I need an established ally on the show. Absolutely. Right. So she's kind of like cozying up to Meredith. Yeah. And and she can get along with anyone, I think, if she wants to. Yeah, she can. She knows what she's doing. Let's put it that way. She knows what she's doing. Yes. And then this very strange scene plays out. This is very, very strange. So they're chatting and stuff. And then Monica decides she's going to bring something to light Mm. on national television. Mm. And she starts telling us that her and Meredith had this big night out. Well, they went for a lunch and we saw that, footage of it. Okay, a lunch. But then they started drinking, right? They, she said we met for a lunch, which we saw footage, which never made it onto the show. Okay. Then she said we started walking down the main street in Salt Lake. Mm. That's when Meredith told me this whole area used to be run by the Greek mafia. Uh-huh. And... Then <laughs> I'm like, how did this come up or out? So then Monica's telling us about how Meredith told her that Angie might be in her Angie no, and her family. Well, how it worked is by the way, a round of applause for editors as well, because as Monica is giving us this step-by-step detail of this, this lunch that we didn't see on the show. And this conversation they had while walking around Park Lake, Salt Lake, after having this lunch, they said, you know, she said, and Meredith said to me, this was run by Greek Mafia. And I said, oh, you mean like Angie could have been a part of that. One of them said, and like, I wonder if Angie's a part of that. Then the editors flash back to Greek Easter when there was piles of cash everywhere, baby gorgeous going, I love being at Angie's house with all cash everywhere. Right. Um, right. I think, let me get this right. Was it, was Monica saying, and Meredith said that people thought Angie was in the Greek mafia. Is, did she say that she must have, right? I think I yes. think that that was planted by Meredith. The idea, whether it was jokingly said, exactly, or absolutely. Then so- she said she, yeah, and so yeah, she planted it. Meredith, either way, to Monica, correct. Then we get Monica saying she received a phone call from Meredith that night. So after they've had lunch, it was either that night or the next morning, saying, "Hey, um, so strange these DMs I got." Huh. Did you get these same DMs? I got these DMs from this random Instagram account that's, you know, like a hate page for Monica or I don't know, maybe not a hate page, but like uh, people have these Instagram accounts about housewives or whatever. And they DM'd me about Angie, about what? 
the financials. Oh, love the financials. So we see a quick screenshot. I'm sure somebody's got it and is going to put it on Instagram. A screenshot of a message. And Monica is telling us, she says, so I look and I got the same DMs. And the DM says all this stuff about Angie. And we just saw a flash of it, like bankruptcy, liens on properties and all of that, which we know by now the majority of housewives have had. Plus, if you have multiple businesses, I don't know why I'm standing up for Angie, but if you have multiple businesses, there's a lot of chance you've probably been bankrupt in a business and you do that for tax reasons and you get liens on properties because Angie and her husband, Sean, um, have supposedly we're led to believe very successful have multiple 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 franchises of their salons so when mm-hmm. you have a ton of businesses like that that stuff is quite commonplace i believe anyway so then monica says i check and i get the same dms cut back to bermuda and monica's bringing it up and meredith shuts down and my theory is obviously all of us are thinking it Meredith, of course, sent all these messages. And I think she's had a change of heart. I think she was so angry with Angie at that point when this lunch happened, she did all this. I think she's in Bermuda now, looking around at who's her allies, realizing she doesn't have a lot and think, I need to to squash all of this stuff I have with with Angie. So shit, actually backtrack. I don't want this to come out. And Monica is bringing it up and Meredith is going... Shit, shit, shit. Okay. My uh, my take on it was that she just fell right into Meredith's trap. And Meredith was like, I'm going to tell her all this. I'm going to do all the DM stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's, it's her first season on the show. So she's mm. going to want to be bringing the drama. And this is fodder for her. So I'm going to just sit back and let her do the dirty work and bring this up. And then we'll have a storyline. Then I will have a storyline. We'll have a storyline, but I'm not, but I'm going to pretend like I'm not really involved with bringing this up on the show. I think if she was going to do that though, she had to have been more sneaky because it was too direct. It was like Monica saying, well, Meredith called me and said, did you get this? So, you know, if she was trying to do it a little bit more devious and and really keep her name out of it, I I think she was, it could be that, it could be, because Monica, you know, Monica says at the end, she's being awfully hesitant about this coming out now. And that's what led me to believe, I think she wanted to go after Angie and after a couple of Benzo's glasses of wine one night, she sent all these messages and then went, and called Monica when she was probably half cut and called Monica and then was like, now she's like, shit, I shouldn't have done any of that because it's <laughs> she, all going to come back to me. Yeah, she forgot it. she did yeah. it or something. That's It's like Shannon Bedore's phone calls at night. Okay, That's what I think. That yeah. and Because Monica says, I then I started it. to get more and more and more and they were the actual documents. They were and actual she- bankruptcy stuff. Yeah. And then she's asking Meredith, did you see it? Did you get those? And she's like, well, I'm just so behind in my DM. That was such a poor excuse. I think you see, she had no clue Monica was going to bring it up that second. I think she's been dreading Monica bringing it up and she brought it up and she sat there and it was such a poor excuse. Like she just goes, I'm really behind in my DMs. I think she was completely caught off guard, said that, which made him even more guilty. (laughs) That's what I think. That's oh, what I think. Oh, wow. The shit's going to hit the fan. Oh, so if that's, by the way, 
this is, we're led to believe, isn't even the big thing that's going to come out of Bermuda. Because we still have, apparently, them all finding out about Monica suing Heather under another name. And Heather and Monica have been tight like this, planning this entire thing together. Heather apparently is going to find out the entire thing is going to implode. This season is giving us a lot, I think. It is so good. The fact that Heather said in a very recent interview in current time, I will never film with Monica again. And that it was the worst, worst holiday, worst occasion. Oh, they have to. Oh, they better show every set. I want these episodes to be two to two and a half hours long. That's (laughs) that. That's what we need from Salt Lake. I'm telling you, Kate. A five-minute scene just of Whitney Wild Rose playing with bubbles. Oh, I just you know. want it all. There's so much <laughs> to discuss. And having said that, Kate, we have discussed this for about an hour and a half at this point. So we yeah. should, we need to move on to our... Uh, we need to move on to BH. Um, but yeah. I just want to say we did see next week it's Monica's actual birthday and um, the Greek mafia stuff gets brought up. And that's just the tip. The tip of the iceberg. beautiful work all right let's ladies and gents everyone listening let's head over to bh because ah, this is interesting we are on season 13 and we are on episode seven we're still very early in bh dazed and accused and we are right back denise richards being hooked up at this dinner party (laughs) at kyle's Oh my gosh, Denise, Denise, Denise. Denise. She's off. Now, I had said last week, Kate, on the episode, I she was wasted in that car arriving at Kyle's. If you go back and watch it, you know, her and Camille come from Malibu. So they were both traveling. So Malibu to where Kyle lives in Encino, that's an hour and like a half drive and plus traffic. You could be sat there for ages. They brought a couple of bottles on because Denise was wasted getting yeah. out of that car. I think she'd been drinking for like an hour and a half that entire trip. She likes the tequila, right? The Reposado or whatever. Her tequila. Yeah. Um, can we just also add just one line that I have here until we'll get into this dinner party is Cynthia Bailey being there was so bizarre and there was no apparent explanation of why cynthia bailey was there uh she was just in town uh oh god don't hate me listeners but i last i knew she was with that guy who lived in la so i think she's in la a lot is that her they've been divorced for about a year (laughs) oh there it is i i was like as i was saying it i'm like this feels outdated i know she she divorced she was only married for like a year to him got divorced yeah Mm, but then again he was he was a man that wrote an entire book about how he cheated on every woman he's ever been with and she married him so it was right there (laughs) uh, you know he he wasn't lying to you he was telling you exactly who he is anyway just simply being there was kind of like what what I was kind of like, oh, hi, Cynthia. Okay. So going to Kate, Denise, and attempting to speak to Erica. Oh. <laughs> okay. So uh, she has this raspy, drunk voice. Mm. She's like, sorry, I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> I have a cold. I have a cold. <laughs> and she's basically just repeating, what did I do to you? Why did you were so nice to me one year? And the next year, 
you just flip the switch and you're so mean. You're so mean. You know what you did. You know what I'm talking about. You know. Watch Eric, the show. <laughs> watch the show. They're like, what is it? What is it? Watch. Well, watch, watch the show and then we'll talk. <laughs> watch the show she, was this week's name them. Name them. Name, name him. him. She just name kept him. saying, watch the show. Watch the show. She couldn't remember. She like couldn't keep her thoughts together. It was so relatable right. to me. Right. And so, <laughs> Erica's just kind of calmly sitting there for once. Yeah. Uh, just being like, I'm sorry. I really don't know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, <laughs> so that's going on. And But then we have... Um, Sutton is still like hounding Kyle and yeah Kyle yeah. oh you're not drinking and this and that and Kyle kind of has this little outburst she's like I can't afford to feel depressed right now I drink two glasses of wine and I feel so sad the next day and I was like yeah that's true that happens and that makes sense and I don't know I just think like she needs to lay off a lay off Kyle Sutton Sutton needs to lay off. It's like Sutton's attitude this season is really odd. I mean, she's vicious this season. She's always been like that. Remember when she made tell Teddy Mellencamp cry because she said, "I thought you'd be really boring." I do appreciate that, but um, <laughs> but she, but this season she's, um, I think she's getting way too cocky. You got to be careful when you get to this point as a housewife. She's like, yeah. "Now I, I'm going to go against everyone, and I'm going to say exactly what I want, and it may work for a little bit because Kyle is being so annoying. She's so annoying with all of." this but also Sutton be careful because in history of housewives this is going to backfire on you because she said some really nasty things in her confessionals it's all getting brought up at um at at the reunion so she needs to be very careful yeah I agree she's she's playing to the audience I think yeah you know rather than acting authentically as a friend she's Mm. like ooh, the viewers want to know what's going on with Kyle and Mauricio so I'm going to be the person to just like go at it. I think what I realized in this scene is not in this scene is this whole dinner party. Kyle is in a very bad situation, a yeah. very bad emotionally, yep. emotional situation. Um, I would like to just a little bit lighter note of we, we spoke about the prescription drugs on um on, on Salt Lake. This one, these women's reaction to weed is the most bizarre thing once again it's like this ship they cut the majority of everyone sat at that table has has their body cut open okay with things implanted inside of them they've had noses broken and readjusted and melted together they get stuff injected into their faces okay they take weight loss drugs that have no long-term studies that could do severe damage to them okay they do all of this but Oh my god, are we gonna smoke weed? This is so crazy. It was it was giving the level what? of like, were people doing coke in your bathroom? Yeah. It's like that, but it's weed, and it's like it was the most calm. it was ridiculous. These were uh, Erica going, Oh, am I like, I don't want to be start start seeing shit. And the guy, it was great. He was like, You're not doing ayahuasca, it's <laughs> weed. The caterers were so funny. Oh, they were the chef, chef, please, chef, and 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 house assistants. Were, oh, so sorry. Yes, <laughs> they so sorry. were unbelievable because it, I just I thought it was so ridiculous. And by the way, let's Google. I, I said this last week. 
these women behaving like this piss me off so much because go and Google Denise Richards on the beach with Richie Sambaro. Go and see what she's doing there. And let's talk about Faye's background, the morally corrupt Faye Resnick's background, <laughs> when she was living in Westwood and partying with um, Chris Jenner. Go and see what she was up to during those times. So these women sat there going, weed? Oh my well, God. That's BH though, baby. It's all about oh, appearances. It's all about so... how you're coming off. And oh, I couldn't possibly partake. Yeah. Silly. Silly. So silly. So silly. So yeah, the chef. So then you have you have all of that. You have Denise yeah. trying to pick this fight with Erica, but she's so incoherent. She doesn't know what she's talking about. And then you have the chef going back to the kitchen and saying, dude, Denise Richards is fucked up. So good. It was so <laughs> good. These are the moments we live for on Housewives. It's so good. Oh, hilarious. and then she's standing up and, you know, Erica's not giving her anything. And she's like, you're an asshole. She's like, so she stands up to go and have a chat with Kyle. And she's got that shrug on completely backwards. It was great. She could barely stand up. She's like, oh, that's well. whore in there. <laughs> Reminds me of Katie. Katie. <laughs> that whore in there. Whore. Um, Don't do this. Don't do this to me. She's. <laughs> I know what she was saying. She was saying, don't accentuate how fucked up I am to the cameras by telling right. me my jacket's on wrong. I know. Um, was great. That was great. I, lo- I really appreciate it. So we have this whole thing of like dinner party. They've left the dinner. Um, and then they're all like, oh, are you high? I think I'm high. That was, I, could, I honestly, it was so bizarre and silly, all of them doing that. And then, yeah. oh my God, she's smoking a joint at the table. Anyway, so they're all going, so you've got Denise getting told her shrugs are upside down by Doree. Then you've got Kyle that's kind of wandering all over the place, trying to get Denise. Denise has decided to leave. She's like, it's nearly 11. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you've been drunk since about 4 p.m. So I understand why you need to get your ass home. So they start to kind of go out. And then you have... um, then you have a fight between so Denise is just stumbling into the car saying she's a bitch, she's this, she gets she goes. Then you've got Sutton's on again. She's on at Kyle again. Yes. And there's uh, you know, the other ladies are standing there. I think like Crystal and Garcelle maybe are standing there and Dorit. And yeah, this fight just picks up again and Sutton ends up saying something so cutting. It's like, you've already lost your relationship with your sisters. You want to lose another one talking about herself. And uh, I mean, that is the most hurtful thing she could probably say to Kyle. I don't know what game she's playing. I really don't. I, you know, a lot of the stuff that we've learned from um, Dave Quinn, um, who is an expert on housewives who wrote, it's not all diamonds and rosé. Um, he said a lot of these fights are what's going on behind the scenes. And yeah. I think Sutton knows a lot that's be- she's very high in society, remember? She right. knows stuff that's got going on with Kyle. And from Kathy. Of course, from Kathy. So there are stuff that she's like, shit, I really can't say this on camera, but I'm really angry at her. So I think that's what's going on. That makes sense to mm. think about it that way. Um so yeah, this nasty fight occurs and oh. we have a pickleball scene, which I know you love. Lots of pickleball on the housewives lately. 
That's it's it's like that. It's the equivalent of what do all the housewives do? They all go to wineries. They all play pickleball. They all do that. Remember, there was a time where they all did the axe throwing. Like it's all these the, the smash, the smash smashing. Rooms. Yeah, but just before to end that, I mean, it was that whole dinner party was horrible. It, it, she says, you know, you've already lost two of your sisters. Now you're going to lose another one. By the way, I don't think Sutton and Cole were ever like sisters. That I thought that was a bit weird. But anyway, then it, then Kyle says, you just don't want to say what's really going on with Kathy. And she goes, no, I'll tell you the story. So she does tell right. the story about Kathy telling her off, which I believe that's all true. And, you know, Erica, oh, she loves it. She's like, you know, I'm just a lone wolf. I don't care about society. But, you know, everybody else does. And that's why they're terrified. Oh, they are all crystals terrified of Kathy. Erica Crystal. is the not like other girls. Like yes. I'm not like other girls. I'm a hunter. I'm. A, it's like shut up. You're like every other girl. I'm a um, tiger in the shadows. Oh, yeah, it's so bad. So ends up and Kyle. I did have empathy for her. I think there's so much shit she's not talking about. And the people that work in her house were getting ready to go, and she obviously has a great relationship with them, and she was hugging them because. I think she feels very alone. I can't imagine having a house full of children, which she thrived and loved, and they're all gone apart from one. Her husband is never there. And remember, there's someone that made a really good point. She lost her friend to suicide this year that we're watching this. It is a massive point. Yeah. And that shakes your entire life. And I think Mauricio is building this monstrosity of an empire of this selling houses. So he's never there. Her kids are gone. I think she's been extremely, extremely alone. And I think she's dealing with a lot. And you see her hugging these women and at work for her. And like I say, she seems like she has a great relationship with these women. And it was just sad. I felt very sad looking at her. And she doesn't have Kathy. That all blew up as well. Um, so yeah. I just said there was a lot of darkness. Um, I said, out, out of all the bizarre dinner parties we've seen, this was a really odd one. It wasn't just due to the dramas. There was a lot that was undercurrents going on that was not being said. Lots of, yes, unspoken mm. vitriol. Yeah. There was. Um, and also, also, I just want to add, I'm really disappointed Camille didn't stir shit up. We kept getting I flashes know. of Camille and she didn't stir shit up, but love her. Um, then we go to um, Dorit and Pikai and... Uh, Okay, is uh we see that um Dorit is with Phoenix. I love Phoenix with her hand. Um, she's great. She reminded me because she has that little bit of an English accent, Phoenix. She's still young enough that she's picking up off her dad, and they're not in school apparently. So she's that little bit. She was wearing her Alice in Wonderland kind of headband that I used to wear, and she looked like this little English girl. And I and she was playing with some weird macabre thing, and I was like, oh, it's so much like me. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. So cute. So we see them, um, Phoenix, and then we go over to Erica with her assistant. And you know what still shocks me? She lives in that pool house. Isn't that so crazy to think of? She actually, that's the pool house she lives in. There isn't a main house. That's where she lives. That is surprising. But I mean, it's frugal of yeah, her absolutely <laughs> she still has an assistant in these glam teams which are tens of thousands of dollars what do you think they're getting on this show what do you think they are getting on this show <sighs> getting I mean, paid is, yeah i mean is it a hundred it's like a hundred grand a season like, is it the if, like mikey or the women no the women on this oh erica, i was like mikey's probably just getting a day rate okay well, got we'll, it. We'll, we'll get on to that ghoul in a minute <laughs> um, 
but that's but no like because oh, i'm thinking yeah she did talk very openly um the previous episode she goes i am scared to open my bills she's like i'm the legal costs kate must have been in the millions for her really in the millions because that yeah. stuff lawyers and beverly hills lawyers i mean that is eye-watering stuff she says she doesn't even know if she'd own a house again you know she's renting you have car payments, then you have the clothing payments of stuff. A stylist, she probably she's employing an assistant, she's employing Glam Scott, and that's pretty where all the money's going. And that is hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. So even if she's earning a million a month, which I don't think she is, that so much of that would already be gone. So, you know, she had uh. she didn't get any money from Tom. She's got since he's gone into um assisted living she's getting nothing from him they're not even divorced oh so okay. anyway yeah just... that, that's what I was I'm like maybe there's some sort of like allowance or something but okay his, his money's all gone to lawyers so there's 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 fumes left there's nothing so it is interesting Erica really is at a point where I think that's why this whole change of attitude this season is because she needs this she needs to come back and she's not going to do it being having the audience hate her as much as they did last season okay yeah the sun is the sun <laughs> there we go thank so, you the, tra- yes. the trades the yeah. trades are saying erica jane's salary is believed to be 600k salary okay for the whole season yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean her rent alone is probably well then yeah i mean 100k in la in beverly hills is like uh, nothing nothing so Anyway, so we see her and that assistant talking about lemonade, which was an odd scene. And then um, then the pickable, that's what it is. Kyle's running over to Anne-Marie. Now, do you know the story with Anne-Marie? What's going on with her in real life? No. Apparently all the women were really shocked when the season aired that she wasn't in holding a diamond in the season opening because she's supposed to be a full-time cast member. They filmed a ton with Anne-Marie that hasn't been shown and will not be shown because apparently her NFL husband is in some very treacherous water being accused of some very serious crimes. So apparently Bravo axed all the stuff with Anne-Marie. Oh, gosh. Yeah, apparently. That's what's been said in in the trades, Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so we see them have uh-huh. this kind of thing and we learn about her and being competitive and sporty and blah, 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 and very determined women, woman. And she was supposed to be brought on yeah, in a massive way this season, but did oh, not if happen. She, if she's not involved with the thing with her husband, that I would be so upset if I was her and my just, spouse like ruined my chance to be a Bravo star. Seriously, they don't, I know they just don't, they don't let any of that stuff go yeah. all right next kate take us into this this we had a meal then it was a weird scene they did the pickle thing then we went on to a scene yeah. dinner where denise, denise. Comes back. <laughs> this was great one of the ladies is like ah denise comes in and she's just like a breath of fresh air you know fresh as a daisy mm. and just such a contrast from the other night and um yeah it's sutton garcelle and crystal i believe are the ones there <clears throat> And the other night gets brought up and they're like, what were you talking about? Mm -hmm. And it turns out she was talking about that 
scene where Erica was blabbing about having threesomes in front of her children. And yes, that was inappropriate, but it was also two years ago at this point. And she's like doing OnlyFans with that daughter now. (laughs) I'm like, what's going on here? (laughs) I wrote in my notes, why is she so angry at Erica? Kyle was terrible to, I thought it, I thought, I think, is it just because they're not, she's not mentioning the real reason, which is, of course, the demise of Denise was Brandy coming on and saying that she cheated on Aaron with her. And that's why she's angry at all these cast members. That short, and she's just not mentioning that because I just kept writing, why is she so angry with Erica? They were all awful to Denise, especially Lisa Rinna, but she's not there. But but maybe, you know, Erica's best friend to Lisa Rinna. I don't know. Yeah, she she latched onto that party thing with with the threesome thing. She latched onto that. I think she just doesn't like Erica too. I think she just doesn't like her. Yeah, And so she's just like pointing to that as something Erica's done, mm-hmm. but she's just like, she's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we also have some justice for Crystal? Crystal has had zero time. We, we've learned more about her brother and the brother's failed engagement than her. We've seen her with Lion King a couple of times and that's it. I, why is Crystal on? not getting featured? What's happening in Crystal's world? Yeah, I I want to know. I think there must be something there that's interesting that they're just not giving us scenes with her. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. She pipes in and I I loved, I enjoyed her in this episode when she was laughing so, so hard at Denise at the party. That was hilarious. I know. Um, Yeah, I agree. Justice for Crystal. Um, Is this when we go back to Dorit and PK or do I go? We go back to PK because he's getting a cup of tea made. Yes. And I have to say she looks stunning. This hair, this darker hair. I love it with the glass, with the black rim glasses. She looks great. Do you great. know what is so weird? My notes on the scene, Dorit and PK, cup of tea, dot, dot, dot. I don't get the hair color at all. Mm. And I'll tell you why. I think that she's deeply, deeply, this is another woman. These, there are women in such crisis in this show. Dorit yeah. is in extreme pain. Yep. And extreme PTSD for what, what that woman went through cannot be minimized. It is horrific, okay? And this hair color does nothing but make her look, I think, dowdy and sad and depressed. And I think it is in, it's just indicative of how she's feeling on the inside. I'm not saying she should go back to Platinum Bond, but all of her looks, everything's subdued. Everything's, which mm. trust me, I I don't like everything over the top. I'm much more minimal and natural, but she looks sad with this hair. She looks mm. just sad. And I don't get it. Okay, yeah. I, I don't get it. It was something with the glasses. I think it was like a little bookish look that I she's was so enjoying. Gorgeous. She always looks so, gorgeous. But I, I see what you're saying. It is, it is a indicator of her yeah. mental state a bit. I don't know. Um, not feeling as like bright and sunshiny. Mm. Um, so uh, they talk a little bit about Kyle and Mo and PK's mm. defending Mo, his bro. You know, he's like, mm. oh, he's bu- he's busy with business. <laughs> like that's mm. that's basically what PK says. And then um, they start talking about the school or the children and their schooling. And yeah. um, Dorit, who's with the kids all the time, is saying, well, when they're not with their nannies. 
is saying that they love homeschool and she wants them to keep doing it. And PK's like, no, they need to be around other children. It's really big for their development and everything like that. I mean, I don't have kids, so I don't know, but, um, it just, I get why she was upset because she's like, well, I know what I know their needs and you know, what, what's going on with them on a very intimate level. And he's, you know, jet setting. And then he comes back in and kind of bosses me with how to raise the kids and then jets off again. And that's frustrating. I know. I know. I just wrote Dorit is not well. She's really not well and she's recovering and they're filming this. Kyle's a mess emotionally as well. It's like, you're watching very sad people. Like they're very sad. Um, to lighten the mood, we go to Rocco's and WeHo, and I just wrote in all block capitals, oh, God, Mikey. <laughs> he has emerged from someone's wardrobe again, where he's charging some poor woman hundreds of thousands of dollars to dress them or style them, and he turns up at Rocco's and WeHo, and I just wrote the ghoul. And the reason is because there was... So- First of all, I love that word and all, and I can't get to use it enough. And then there was this, there was a last time he was on, we saw a flash of him during the Vegas scenes and um, someone in Instagram had put on this fantastic meme of just like, God, why did we have to see this ghoul turn up on our TV? So funny. It's so funny and so accurate for him. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's in there again being like, yeah, we'll just get a residency. It's like, oh, you're awful. You are awful. Yeah, I was called the mayor of Las Vegas and get you into the fucking... Listen, (laughs) in all fairness, I... I have two people that one I've spoken to recently that I don't know that knows that is a choreographer himself and he's worked Mikey knows Mikey very well and says he's really really nice yeah Colty has met him a couple of times and says he is what you think he is I've never met him so I'm gonna cast my judgment immediately um (laughs) of I think I think he is a nightmare (laughs) he's a living walking nightmare (laughs) That's who Mikey is. Yeah. I mean, remember those scenes? He would just be <laughs> flown to Japan to hang out in Erica's hotel room. What are you doing? Oh, he's a stylist and advisor. What are you doing? Hey, I mean, he's making more money than me. He's a he's hustler. Making, he's making more money than everyone that lives in your apartment building and everyone <laughs> that lives at all my neighbors. He's making a shit ton and he has yeah. had a. Very, very successful career as a choreographer yeah. and a dancer. <laughs> all, of that, out. <laughs> all of that is true. He is a dancer. He is very, very skilled in what he does. But if I have to see those eyebrows and lips one more time talking to Erica Jane, I'm going to lose my shit. I honestly forgot he was a dancer and a choreographer. <laughs> in my mind, he was just like holding up sequin shirts. No, he's, okay. Yeah. yeah, that I remember now. I remember now. Um, yeah. Oh. And, Mikey. That was it. Oh, we did see Kim. We didn't say that. We saw Kim. That's the next scene. So they were at Rocco's just discussing Erica's big comeback and how she's going to get a residency at Vegas in Vegas, which she we know now that she did. Um, yep. she's yep. also apparently having an aff- no, I'm not gonna swear. Um, okay, so then we go to Tree People, which I love. I go there often on Coldwater Canyon. And out of nowhere, Kyle meets 
Dorit. Uh, by the way, I know that Kyle absolutely hates Dorit's hair as well, because if you notice, every single time Kyle greets us, she goes, oh, I recognize you with your hair. Every time Kyle says that, I'm like, you're so shady. Um, <laughs> so they're on the hike. Out of nowhere, I just write in block capitals, Kim, 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 Kim. <gasps> I didn't even know we were going to get this. I know. It was a pleasant surprise. And she's an artist. She did not disappoint. If there was going to be a scene, we only had her for a couple of minutes. And in that, we'd find out that she's just been at home drawing on her walls. I mean, it was beautiful. She's good at art and she's good at making chicken salad. You know, she's <laughs> she's a woman of many talents. It was great. So they discuss, Kate, this whole thing with uh, Paris's baby and Kathy. Uh, yeah, what is this? I miss this. So we see, she's like, she's just said, you know, I've had a great relationship with Kim. We're doing really, really well. And then Kim says, I've just been at home on my own, drawing on my walls. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. And then um, she goes, and I offered... This was great. She's like, and I offered, you know, to Paris that with the baby, maybe I could do, I could do the walls, his walls in the nursery. Not unclear if Paris said yes or no to that. I'm thinking she probably said no. But um, she said, "Have you seen the baby?" And Kim says, "I have." And Kyle says, "You know what? I, I wish you'd go into more what happened with Kathy. I guess we know the reunion was terrible, and they never spoke after that. But um, she said, if Kathy's not speaking to me, none of her girls are speaking to me. Mm. Um, so." You know, she says, I just, I don't have a relationship with any of them. Um, I haven't met the baby and that was really, really sad. Then we get a flashback to her telling Mauricio it was really hard to find out Paris had a baby in the on Instagram and he like laughed. He was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know what's going on with those no. two at all. Um, he's checked out. She's, oh, today's weird. So then they, you know, um, Kim, they have this walk and then, they're very, very close to each other. And she says, I just want you to get back with Kathy. I want stuff to be good again. And they kind of cry. And that was about the end of the relationship. Yeah. I mean, the end of the episode, sorry, the end of the episode. But I just think Kyle, what I, I think we really can't underestimate what's going on with her. I, I think the Mo thing, uh, Morgan Wade thing, um, you stop me. I don't <laughs> I don't think um, any of that has helped her at all, but she's searching. She's she's searching mm -hmm. for something. She's desperately unhappy and she can't land on it. And it's it's very, it's very sad to watch this woman losing her best friend to suicide. Her husband never there. I, kids gone. The, it, it, oh, yeah. 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 And I, I mean, I'm, Obviously, they're probably just doing this off camera, but her and Dorit are in kind of similar, um, you know, moods or whatever states. And we don't really see them being on camera, being able to like open up about that. So I, I wonder if we're going to if that'll come up at some point where they're both just like, oh, my God, I am struggling. See, That's the problem. I think the reason the women Sutton. I mean, she definitely wants to stir drama. And I think that the reason the viewers are getting annoyed is Kyle just, Kyle answers questions now complete. Her entire personality has changed. Someone will ask her a question. She doesn't even answer it. She just fires back with another question. You yeah. never saw her like that before. Her vocabulary's changed. Like the way she addresses people has changed. It, it You're looking mm -hmm. at a different woman and you're looking yep. at a different, 
a woman that's probably going through trauma or the residual effects of trauma. And it's not a fun and light season. This season is not no. going to be fun and light at all. Whereas Salt Lake, <laughs> I just, it needs to win awards, Kate. It <laughs> needs to win awards. This is its fourth season and it is just giving us everything, everything. It's unbelievable. And may it continue to oh, do so. Absolutely. Well, look, we have been on for hours, but we did need a big one for our big catch up back together. I will say, Kate, there's some very important Bravo news coming. And that news is we have two weeks, Kate. And you know what we have two weeks until? What is we it? have two weeks until ultimate girls trip, Roni legacy. Oh, two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Kate, 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 that is all the gals. All the gals back. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah, oh. I'm going to prepare myself Woo. mentally and emotionally. You need to, Kate, why don't you give um the listeners the whole spiel yes. of where they can find us, all that good stuff. Yes. Okay. So you can find us everywhere at Tender Love and Care Podcast. We're on TikTok, Instagram, um, YouTube. You can go to our channel and uh, we upload the video version of our podcast if you want to see our lovely faces. Mm -hmm. And um, we also have a membership. If you pay $5 a month, you can get a bonus episode twice a month. We cover um, all kinds of interesting documentaries um, and you will also get access to the back catalog. Um, so that's five bucks a month. You can sign up on our Patreon search tender, Living care podcast, mm -hmm. and you'll find us. Um, did I miss anything? I think that's funny. You can email us tender, Living care pod at gmail.com. All the DMS we are on social media, every single, and barely ever on my Instagram anymore, but yeah. I'm always on the Instagram for tender, Loving care. Um, DM us. We respond to every single DM. Um, we love hearing from you. It's so wonderful and beautiful. Um, I will say that I know the schedule has been up and down for the past couple of weeks. And thank you so, so much for bearing with us. I know that we do owe you some Patreon episodes. So Kate and I are going to discuss it. I'm sorry. It's just with schedules and traveling. It's just been a lot, but we are back and we've got, you know, we are into... <laughs> we're into christmas season we're super excited um but we are um we are getting our shit together essentially is what i'm saying so <laughs> be prepared for a lot of stuff coming your way a lot of new exciting things as we go into the new year and we are we're not going anywhere people so that's that's the main thing that you need to realize and prepare yourself because it's going to be a lot more <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here have yes. a good weekend yes and we will talk to you soon bye everyone we love you bye bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.